Alright, this is episode number two of the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Janae. And this is Felony. Alright, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. First and foremost, Fallon, how was your weekend? It was good. I can't complain. It was Cinco de Mayo. Like, I had margaritas. You cannot <laughs> go wrong with tequila. Um, yeah, it took me all day Sunday to sleep it off. And I hung out with my phone. So, I can't complain at all. Oh, I can't complain. Well, I didn't do Cinco de Mayo, so. Yeah. <laughs> I slept and went to the gym. That's it. So dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> so dedicated. Oh, man. Well, a lot of stuff popped off over the last time we recorded, so I guess we can jump right into, I don't know, what's the first topic you want to talk about? Let, let's go light first. <laughs> the heavy okay. So, um, I guess we can do offset. Offset in his not so baby mama. <laughs> the chick Selena Powell lied, admitted she was trolling. No baby, definitely not offset. So, what you think about? I mean, I just saw the video. I didn't even see all of like her explanation. I just. I just hope he just didn't even go there because he really does look like white cheeks. Like, why did you do that? I guess, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get people, people like feel the reason why they even go to all of it. Just to be a liar. Basically. Like, I have no sympathy for her or him because he was an easy target for being a cheater. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, at least Cardi gets her baby to be by herself. So. Basically. <laughs> well, except for his other baby mama. So she got to yeah. share him with it. But for now, you know, that whole mess was cleared up or whatever. So. That's good for him. So, I feel like I want to talk about, I know you didn't see it. Black child's mama. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I didn't read all of what she wrote because I feel like if you can't say it in five sentences, it does not need to be said on social media. Um, I do thank her because her stomach started growling like when she was talking and I was like, sweetheart, let's get you a sneaker and then come back and then talk about it. But it was, it was a bit much. Cause she was like she performed um, oral sex with her mouth to feed Black China, and I'm like, so you did all of that, and then you then show your daughter what you did to get money because she was on video below mediocre. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I just want her to get her teeth fixed, and then she said she hadn't seen the children. It was, it, it's a mess, but it's Black, Black China. Black China's mom is a mess. Her whole life a mess. Black China, sis, you gotta get it together all the way. Just everything is a mess. Look, if Rob went custody, it's over out here in these streets. 
I just saw that her um her fee went down, that she's not with Rob anymore, like the club appearances, stuff like that, they changed the fee, so I'm like, wow, sis, it's not looking good, and then the little, what's this, I don't know, the, the little boy that she was with, he out, he out there thirsting over India Love now, so. And did you see, like, he was like, they took a break or something like this, like, giving up the losing him in China was, like, on a break. I'm like, that's furthermore when you just need to leave that child alone. Like, he is not there. At all. Let it go. Like, I don't even know, like, even if you're doing a publicity stunt, just don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Let it's it go. Mess. Like, Rob was a good publicity stunt. Like, you, you kind of came up. And then you played it to the left. You still had a couple. And then now you're just doing everything all wrong. Like, you literally knocking down a foundation that you just built on some bullshit. Like, Basically. <laughs> like, no. Like, you should have got the FBI involved with the whole sex tape thing. That should have even been out. That was horrible. It like, was. when you have a sex tape and you're trying, like, oh. Like, I don't even, ugh. Just even thinking about it, it was horrible. I wonder what her mama thought. Her mama was like, I did not teach her to do this. <laughs> I saw you saw, my face. You saw Amber Rose was defending it. <laughs> I was like, sis, if you was a real friend, you would have been honest and said, nah. That, that shit was horrible. Right. Don't even get on video. Because you know you're on video. You get on video and perform trash. Like, no, I just no, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Basically, so um, yeah, that 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 was my laugh of the week. Basically, <sighs> this sounds uh, ugh, a mess. We gonna get it together in the editing though. <laughs> Anyway, so moving on, what's our next topic? Look, we gotta look at these topics. I don't know what I did with my little list. Let me see. Kanye. And I know we talked about Kanye last week. Oh, I'm just disappointed. And I know he's still doing drugs because he never said he kicked his habit when he was talking about, you know, taking pills and all that. He never said he stopped. So, and it's not even an excuse for what he said, but I definitely think Kanye was high. Um, because there's no way, like, for people to even try to put what he said together, and that's what makes me mad about a lot of black people. They're trying to defend him. You're trying to defend him and say what you think he was trying to say. You cannot. He literally said if he was, and then his explanation on Twitter made it even worse, because he's like, Oh, well, I would be a Harriet or um, a neck. No, you would not. You get lipo, so you people want to talk about you like they talk about Rob and call you sick. So you don't even have the mental capabilities to take somebody calling you sick and doing what you need to do and move on through life. So how you going to have the mental stability to go through people calling you uh, black, you trash, you nothing, you a nigger. How you gonna go through all of that and then still be able to get away? You not. You gonna be right out there picking kind with the rest of everybody else or sugar cane. 
know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm like, look, no. he, the, the way he is now, he would have been like, yes, master. <laughs> Whatever you need me to do, master. The way he pandered the white people, Ooh. shit. That's that's exactly what he would have been a dick. He would have been that guy. Y'all know y'all, y'all shouldn't be leading that revolt now. Master gonna be mad. Don't do it. Period. Coming through at 2 a.m. on Thursdays. That's what I get from the spiritual in the field. Right. Flat out. And that's my whole thing. I'm like, Kanye was not talking about mental slavery. He was talking about physical slavery that our ancestors went through, trying to make it like he was going to do something totally different, you know, 200 years ago when you were not. Because it's a totally different ballgame. I can say what I would do now. Because I'm under different resources, I have a different mindset, so me going back, you know, with what I know now, of course I probably would do things different, but in that moment, I can't say what I would do if I know I don't have a mom. The only thing I know is being a slave. I don't even know there's a world outside of my plantation or the plantation a couple of miles down because... I don't. I haven't seen anything, Joe. This is a new land to me. I'm learning the language, but I don't even know how to read it. So it, it, we can debate all we want to, but at the end of the day, Kanye said what he said. He was counseled last week. This for the official nail in his coffin. I don't even want to listen to flashing lights no more. <laughs> like it is my jam. Like he he done. I mean, Kanye was never my guy, anyway. So. <laughs> it wasn't nothing for me. Bye. <laughs> Only reason I ever really listened to Kanye was when he was on a drag record. So, <laughs> bye. I'm good. But, I mean, since we're talking about the whole mental slavery thing, I hate that people use that to try to act like systematic oppression doesn't exist. Like, that pisses me off don't try to use one thing to you know hinder our struggle or try to just uh, unjustify people's feelings and how they feel like that irritates me every every time you know people say i'm feeling like this or i'm going through this we all you know they're always talking about well, it's just a mental thing. It's in y'all mind. Y'all don't know how to unify. Y'all don't know how to do this. Y'all don't know how to support that. Blah, blah, blah. Stop that sh- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to curse as much. Yes. But um, stop, stop doing that to people. Stop trying to, you know, disregard people's, the, you know, their feelings and the way they feel just because, it, that's not how you're feeling. Don't do that. I don't like it. Let's let's stop that shit. And I mean, I, I, we have to acknowledge that, like, in 2018, 2017, like, 14, whatever, we're still having companies being sued because of discrimination. Like, the cost of home ownership is more expensive for a black person with the same credit score, the same credit history as their white counterpart. So we cannot dismiss that as saying that it's something mental when you're going into a bank and you have paid all of your bills on time. You're looking at your credit score. You're making sure your credit utilization is low. 
and you get ready to go and buy a home and they trying to give you an interest rate that's two or three points higher than somebody white that came in a month ago. So we cannot discredit that and say, okay, it's all mental that because my name is, you know, Shakira, my application goes in a trash can before you even look and see. I got a master's degree. I have 10 years of experience. I volunteer. I know what I'm doing. I get, I'm highly recommended. So we can't, like, dismiss it and say, okay, we unify. And I think unification is, is, I'm going to say it's, it's impossible and it's bullshit. Like, people want to say, oh, you need to be unified. I do not have to be technically unified with you, have the same ideal as you. It's that, that we need to have, I guess, like the same vision. Like, okay, I want black people to prosper. That doesn't mean I have to be unified with you because I'm going to do my part. So if everybody's doing their part, there's no way that we need to come together and be like, oh, we need the same Negro spirituals and all be on one accord. No. Nope. Now, I do think our basic fundamental principles about family, some of that has to the be The ideas alike. have to yeah. be the same. Yeah, they have to be alike. Yeah, but like, as far as how we're getting there and what we're doing to get there, everybody can't do the same thing. Right. Their journey isn't going right. to be the same. I, I fully agree with you. They always that makes me think about how everybody say, always says that we have to, um, you know, start our own businesses and be our own bosses. And I'm always like, but everybody can't be the boss. Like, if everybody's a boss, then who's the employee? Right. Like, who's going to work for you? So we can't, we can't use that for everybody. So, I don't know. And I'm a separate subject about bosses. Um, I'm fine being an employee if a boss is making thirty thousand dollars, and it's before overhead and all this stuff come out. So I'm fine with being an employee. If that's what you're working in from cutting grass. I'm sorry, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I get the idea of oh, we need to be business owners. I definitely have plans on teaching my children that you can be anything that you want to be. If you want to be a business owner, be a business owner. But if you want to be a CEO and bring in $13 million, be a CEO and bring in $13 million. Thank Just you. don't let nobody shortchange you what you're worth, no matter if you own a business, if you work for a business, if you clean the floors, don't let nobody shortchange you. Exactly. There is nothing wrong with working hard. Absolutely nothing. And I'm sick of people making it seem like just because you work a regular 9 to 5 or something, like you... Like, you're not as worthy as somebody who started their own business or something like that. No. There's nothing wrong with working hard to support the life that you want to live. Everybody's journey ain't going to be the same. So we got to stop treating like it's going to be the same. Period. I definitely agree. I agree. So, yeah. It's just, it's, it's a lot. And I think that goes into what Michelle was saying. Um, she did an interview, and she was saying that Barack was not going to end racism, which I, I don't even know why people thought that that was even impossible. I've never understood why people have this notion that the President of the United States has, like, all power. He doesn't. Right. He, has he does not. 
And he's like a CEO of a company. He's there to take the place when shit blow up. They like could. that's what he's there for. He really they doesn't did. have all that much power. No, no. I mean because even Congress really has the most power. Congress still gotta put money to it. So exactly. You can sign something all day long, like um, <laughs> President Trump. But Congress still has to put some money and the funding behind it. So I can, you know, that, that's one of my things about again that I hear a lot of Black people say. Well, Barack Obama had his faults, and I think he kind of pandered to a lot of white people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he called the children of Baltimore and told them to go home, but yet the children in Florida had. You know, charter buses, water, and all of that. But um, I, when it comes down to what he did for us, I do think he targeted the three things that we were hurting, which was education, healthcare, and prison. Yes, like he reformed us. So there's never been a time in history where there was a bill just for Black people because we still have to think about this. Still has to go through Congress. Yeah, we still have people in Congress. Jeff Sessions just came out of Congress, so how is that bill gonna be passed when a lot of people in Congress, no matter whether they're Democrat, Republican, even Independent, are anti-black, and they feel like if it's for black people, then it's gonna somehow push them out the way when we're just trying to gain the same momentum that you had since you came here and stole the land from Native Americans. Basically. But you and you see how quickly once Trump got in the office that they undid the whole thing with prison reform. So, I mean, that should tell people something. That should tell y'all how anti-black, how anti-people of color our government is. Anything that can help people of color, they not for it. I mean, look at the whole even with marijuana. Like, how is marijuana legal, yet we still got people riddled in, in prison for minor marijuana possession? Like, that's ridiculous. But yet, it's the, yet white America is making millions and millions of dollars off of legal marijuana now. So, I mean, yeah. that right there there's, speaks to the issues that we're facing. So... And I, that, that's one thing that I definitely agree with. And I think she went on to say that we have to stop looking for a savior. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we do. And I even caught myself doing it before. I guess you can say my woke mom. I hate that word now, y'all. Because people <laughs> have mm. destroyed woke. Um, but before my moment of, I guess you can say clarity, where I'm like, this is a system that I'm in. Is that... Some people do look for like a savior if it's not Jesus, um, not knocking that. It, it's it, it's somewhere like okay, this person is going to save me, or I'm supposed to have this because this person is going to come through. When I think, no matter what religion that you practice, you have tools to save yourself. Yep, like you cannot depend on oh. God is going to see me through this, but I've already given you the tools for you to see yourself through. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And one of my pastors a long time ago, and I always remember this, um, he was like, God delivers you from your sins, not your senses. And it always made that click with me because I'm like, you have people that will go through and put their whole check in church talking about God told me to sow a seed. No, he didn't. <laughs> he has provided, made a way of escape for you. 
and you turn around and do something with it that was foolish that he didn't tell you to do, and now you mad because you stuck on the side of the highway without gas. But if you, you we got to get out of that savior comfort, and we got to get Absolutely. to the point where we are okay with saying, you know what, this time I got to do for myself. Yep. I honestly feel like religion was one of the tools that they used to oppress people of color. Because if you, if you notice, it's, it's, it's only people of color who have that. Like, I've, I've never seen white folks feel like, oh, well, I gotta live bad, or I gotta go through t- all these tough times, or, you know, this, or, you know, God's gonna get the bad person in, and blah, blah, blah. They don't live like that. You, I mean, let's be honest. I think it's a poor people thing, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely color, but it's poor as well. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Where people are like, oh, well, God is going to make, you know, provide for me. It's like, yeah, you know, miracles do happen. But sometimes you got to get out here and you got to get it. You got to make it happen. Make it happen in yourself. By yourself. Absolutely. But I mean, I think that leads us to Childish Gambino. <laughs> this is America. I mean, I've only seen clips of the video. I haven't actually sat down and watched the full video. But the clips I saw were pretty interesting. You saw the whole video? I haven't seen the video. I saw clips. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I guess I'm battling, and I don't want to watch it and be one of those people like, it was trash. <laughs> not saying it's going to be trash. No, no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> but... When you look at something, you're like, because they're not like, oh, it's so deep, it's so deep. And I'm like, I don't want to sit down and watch this video. And I'm like, well, it wasn't that deep to me. Like, I mean, <laughs> and then I, I, and it, they're only so, we don't really hide messages. A lot of things are in plain sight. Like, people look at this, we see this imagery all the time. Um, and what we figure out is deep. It's not really that deep. Like, this the message, this is what we have, and we know police brutality. We see it. We see black mothers crying on national television. I don't, like I said, I don't know the extent of this video. Some of the dance moves are a little awkward, but they said pay attention to the people in the background, so I gotta go back and look at the people in the background. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, my expectations... I want to put them pretty low, but everybody like, oh, it's so deep, and I ain't going to watch it three times, and I'm like, if I only watch this video one and a half times, and it, it don't get to me. I, I mean, it's, it's, when it comes to art, it's tough for me, because, like I said, I, I don't like to look to creatives for messages, if that makes sense. Because I feel like too often we put all this pressure on creative people to, you know, be, and like you said, I hate this word, but be quote-unquote woke. And in all honesty, it, it, it starts to look tr- like it's a trend. Like they're trying to make it a trend and be trendy. Oh, well, if I speak to this or I speak to that, then people going to buy my shit. And... So, I mean, I, I guess that's me being cynical, but <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, 
I'll give it a try. How about that? I'll watch it and give it a try. I want to be very open. Like I said, I just don't want to, like a lot of times when I hear stuff like, oh, it's it's bum, it's bum, and then you see it, especially with videos, and because I guess I'm a writer, so I I do like art, and then when I look at it, I'm like, it wasn't that deep. Like, I see the message, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't that deep. So I'm not going to even say, like, oh, it's going to be something bad or it's not deep, but it's not that deep because we see this, like, right. We almost see it too much. Like, I'm so, like, I, I can't even, like, whenever I hear about somebody else getting shot or something like that, I just, I, like, cringe because I can't, I can't, my heart can't take care of it anymore. I can't. Like, it just, it Brings my whole mood down, my whole day down. So I just, I almost try to turn everything off and just not even watch anymore. So I definitely agree with you. Like I, I don't watch videos anymore. Like I don't want to see any more black people be killed, beat, maimed, hurt on video. I cannot do it. I don't want to see any more black mothers crying on television. Because I feel like that's the ticket or news story to sell your magazine or to get people to watch your show. And you can be sympathetic towards a person and, you know, show, help them heal, I guess, without them being on TV crying about their son that is killed by the same system that you benefit from. You don't do anything to break it down or dismount. So I, I, I just can't. Like, I hate seeing. Um, all like the images. images of Trayvon Martin. Just something, just something about him. It breaks my heart. That just like my core is just always just hurts. Seeing his image, um, seeing his parents, his brother, just something about it. And it could be that George Zimmerman. I just really want him to go away. Um, and did you see he just <laughs> got arrested again? Like I, uh, like every time I see that that man gets arrested, I'm like, and yet Trayvon's not here. Right. Your ass is out here committing all kind of crimes, and yet that young man's life is gone. And people steady making excuses for you. And I'm like, he was a thug. Clearly, George Zimmerman was a thug. (laughs) He's a damn terrorist. His ass needs to be locked up. I'm sick of it. And, like, even a dude that tries to, I guess, kill him or shot him or whatever, like, he wants to prison. I'm like, I just, I don't know. And it's one of my things about last week when the rapper dude or whoever put this whole hit out for Kanye, Chris, or whatever. I'm like, even though I didn't take it seriously, I still feel like, why you putting hit out for Kanye when you got George Zimmerman still walking Preach. around like what? Preach. What? This is what we doing? <laughs> like not saying that you should, but if you gonna put a hit out on anybody, like it ain't gonna be Kanye. Exactly. Like, no. Like if you really want retribution, no. George Zimmerman ass <laughs> and right there. Take right. his ass out and shit. But I'm I'm with you. I don't I seen that video and I actually like I laughed but then I was sad because I was like 
we willing to take out one of our own because we don't agree with what he said. Now, granted, like I said, I don't fuck with Kanye no way, and it ain't nothing for me to be like, get get the fuck up out of here. I don't need your music, your trash, clothing. Did you see them that picture of them shoes that he just released? No, I'm the slave 13. Listen, <laughs> Listen oh my gosh. Pro-black and being woke 
my question is is can you be pro black and date interracially but not marry interracially? No, I I guess from where I'm coming from is dating to me is leading up to marriage at this point. Like I don't date anybody that I can't see myself like, okay, I could potentially marry them. So right. once we start dating seriously, I can potentially marry this person. So I don't even even go that route because I no, I I don't think you can. Like I want a black husband with black children. That's it. Like I don't want them to like me building with my wealth, I wanna pass it down to To a black right. To my black family. I don't want no. (laughs) He has to be black. Like in a black living struggling. I'm struggling with that one. I'm going to be completely honest. As a single 30-something, I'm struggling with that one. Because I feel like I've been waiting for 30 years now. Like, if my king ain't showed up, I might have to give somebody else a chance. Because, I mean, I ain't getting no younger. So... I wonder though, like it, for a lot of men and women, if that kind of because you know if that's becoming the trend for Black folks, it's not that they're not pro-Black or they're not woke. It's just that, I mean, with incarceration, death, I mean, unhealthy living, just all those different factors that you know are against. You know, black folks, if people are just like, well, I'm not getting any younger, maybe I got to expand my horizon a little bit. I don't know. I think the farthest for me um, I'm willing to expand my horizons is a non-black, like a non-American black. So he doesn't have to technically be black in America. Like, he can be outside of America now. (sighs) That's a whole other thing we're gonna say. But what about another person of color? I don't. I I can't. I I don't. I have this thing, and it's crazy. No Afro Latinos. No. No Afro Latinos. No. Um. Like I don't ever want to feel like when I'm in a relationship that if you get mad at me, biggest first thing that's gonna come out of your mouth because you're angry, and then we we down the hands at this point. Like somebody, the police is going to be called, and I'm not even the closest fans to advocate for um, violence in any matter between any person, but I just, I don't want that, and I don't want to go to your family home, and I'm thinking, oh, are they going to like me because I'm black, because I'm this black girl, I'm dark, I get (laughs) big curly hair, like, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So, and I, I just, I don't want this. Like, I want to go where the only thing I'm worried about is his mama think I'm a cook better than her. That, that, that's what I want my <laughs> concerns to be, or his sister being overprotective, and I'm like, you know, check your people, and you move on. But, and I definitely don't want my children to experience the only reason why Papa loves black people, or he only likes you, because... You're, you're his, his grandson. Kid. You know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I understand where you come from. I get it. It makes sense. Like I said, I'm torn. Like I'm on the fence. Just and and honestly, it's really just because I'm getting older. That's. I mean, that's terrible to say, but it's the truth. It's my it's my truth. My honest truth is that it's just because I'm getting older. At this point, the options are looking slim. So I'm like. I need some more options. I mean, I definitely get it. And I don't want to be a fetish. Like, a lot of white men I have met, yeah. Um, even Hispanic men, it's a, a fetish thing. And I don't like being a fetish. Like, I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, I love black girls and the black girls are the only one. Like, I don't need to know that. Like, yeah, see, that's, that's, that's my, my thing, too. So it's like you said, I don't want to be a fetish to anybody, which is why I'm leaning more to maybe other people of color, like Afro-Latinos, or somebody, you know, with some African descent, but, I mean, I don't know, it's, hmm. and you know, I love my Middle Eastern, you know, with the three rings, they got, they cannot be westernized, <laughs> they have to come with the head covering, the whole robe, the three rings, like, I, I find it so attractive with the dog beard and the brown skin. Mm-hmm. But even some of them hold so much anti-blackness. It's like, no. And it's still a fetish. So, I mean, even when I went to Dubai, like, I got a lot of stares, but it was more of, like, a fetish thing. Oh, you know, she big boobs or something. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> Most of Okay, so, so you know, speaking to your point about, you know, the options being slim, I, I do think that there's coming, like, a shift, because I think men are now realizing we're not waiting on you no more. Like, we're not going to sit around and, and not live life because you're not here. Exactly. Like, I'm still going to travel, I'm still going to have fun, I'm still going to brunch on Sundays. And Absolutely. <laughs> I'm always going to do that. You know, Please, like, and look for the most. You know. <laughs> so I'm like, I do think that there's a shift that's kind of changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that produces men that, and I mean, and I think a lot of men are realizing that women are taught to be ready for marriage very young, where they're taught to, oh, so you're wild oats, and then you come back and then you get married. Um, so, and I think that there's a shift now where women are like, look, I'm out here living my best life. I'll get you up. When, I when I'm you, ready, you know, when I'm ready. So it's like you now, it's like oh, oh. Now they're starting to understand <laughs> yeah. what we've been feeling for years. It's like so. I need to go ahead. If you feel that she's amazing, you need to go ahead and hop on this boat and do what you need to do to to get you know be with her. Yeah. Or that makes get, sense. You get left by. I definitely think that there's hope, and then we get you some good vision on this prayer. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna work on that. But yeah. We'll see. I'm still out here <laughs> living the single life. And we, you know, sad face. Mm. You know, you brought up the topic. I'm just gonna go into it about my boo. <laughs> because that's one of the things. Of, I'm literally just thank you for marrying me. You hurt right now. <laughs> I'm hurt. You know, I'm hurt. <laughs> oh. So. Um, the gentleman who plays 
and I don't know his name in real life. Wait, wait. I know his first name. It's Winston. Winston. Um, what is his last name? <laughs> okay, Winston Duke. He played Mbaka in Black Panther. So he said that he went on to credit black women for his self-esteem. He said he always felt bad about his looks and him being thick and all that. And he said that the love and appreciation and everything that black women were giving to him made him more confident in himself. But, of course, somebody on the gram pointed out that while he said all those wonderful, beautiful things about black women, he himself is with an Asian woman. Thoughts. <laughs> um, I'm heartbroken. Um, and it's not that we don't have a chance. <laughs> I'll just put it in there. Shoot my shot. Shoot. Anywho, um, I, it, it comes back to this black women being everything that you need us to be except your a wife, wife, the mother of your children, in that order. Um, you being a provider, it's like you look to us for something that you don't give back. Um, for you to say, oh yeah, black women healed me and my size was always intimidating to people. Who was it intimidating to? It was intimidating to people that look like the woman that you lay beside every night. Like it wasn't, it's not intimidating to us. We are used to strong, black, masculine, big men. I'm like, it's literally the woman that you lay next to. Her people are the ones that probably clutch their pearls and their purse when you walk past. It's not us. Like, we are, you know, we're okay with it for the most part. So, it, it was definitely heartbreaking. And I'm like, I'm not, it makes me feel like you're, their emotional dumping ground. Um, I'm going to let you heal me, get me better, but then that th you did what you were supposed to do for me. And I'm going to move on. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I really want him, like, I would have been okay if he was at least with a black woman. I don't know, it sounds crazy because I'm like, I'm rooting for you. Like, Ildis Elba is my boo. It's like the first boo that I ever had. And I wasn't mad at him when he got that sister because Shawty was sicker and she is sicker than cold grits. And <laughs> she is beautiful. She is black. And she doing her thing so I can't be mad at him about that. Like he literally got him the same. You know, he got a woman that was on his Level and doing what, you know, doing what black women do. Like, we always level up and do what we're supposed to do. So, it is what it is. <laughs> we're going to take a look. This is going to be an edited moment right here. <laughs> because I got to fix this mic. <coughs> I got to mark this spot.
Okay, so back to the show. So my thoughts on that whole thing is that on one, I mean, I get what you're saying, and and I understand the hurt in that because, like you said, it does feel like a rejection as a black woman to say that we healed you, we helped you, we did all those amazing things for you, but yet we still aren't, you know, what you choose as a wife or as the mother of your children. But then the other part of me is like the the hippie chick inside. Love is love, man. <laughs> Peace and love, man. So, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I guess I, 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 I have both those two sides to me, so... That that peace and love, heavy chick is like, love is love, man. So if he's happy, he's happy. But then the other part of me does, it does kind of feel, as a black woman, does feel a little bit like a rejection. Because, like you said, we we healed your heart, and then you gave your heart to someone else. It does hurt a little bit. And I, I just, just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't take away nothing from him. Um, being a black man, being a superhero, like he played amazing. You know the hell out of Mbaku and Black Panther, so it didn't take anything away from him. So I think that was just one of those moments where, look, just be quiet. Like black women rock with you. You know, we was all down for the grunt, and then coming like, oh yeah, you heal my heart, and blah blah. blah. Yeah, that's fine, you know, if you got a black woman next to you because that's one of those things. Like, you take the emotional labor and then you pour that into somebody else. So, yeah, I just feel like you should have just left that one out of the interview and just been like, dig up the black women and keep moving. Like, don't even go into it. So, playing devil's advocate a little bit, what do you think then when you see prominent black women like Serena Williams who ended up marrying a white man. She just recently said that she never thought she would ever end up with a white guy and then Alexis kind of surprised her. He just snuck up on her and surprised her. So what do you think on the other side of the spectrum? I feel the same. Like you cannot be pro-black and have a, a, a spouse of another race um and i again it's something different with black women i i'm just gone it's not i'm black i'm a black woman but it's like they marry and they they go away like it's not all of these interviews about you know giving a justification about why i married or why serena's kind of the first person i've heard kind of give an explanation about why she did Right. Um, most of them just be like, you know, this is my spouse. Or oh, you don't even know that they're married to a white dude. Like Aisha Tyler, Taylor, I didn't even know she was married to a white dude until they got divorced and he got money. Like, that was the only time I knew that this chick was even married to a white dude. Right. So, I mean, it still goes back to I feel the same both ways. I just feel like black women handle it different. You don't ever hear them saying, oh, the reason why I married a white man is because black men are dead be days and they're this and they right. um don't put that wave caps on the right. Like you don't hear all of this justification and then it's a drag to black men. It's just like 
you know, I married this person and, you know, you can give him Serena or, you know, he snuck up on me, which I think love is a choice. But, um, yeah, that, that's just a difference for me, but I still feel the same way. Uh, well, I mean, I think that's good to hear because I feel like a lot of black men and, and, and just people in general kind of use that as like a, a dagger, as you say, to throw at black women to say, oh, well, y'all don't see the, keep the same energy when it comes to black women. So I think it's good for, you know, the folks out there to hear that you feel the same regardless, you know. So, and like I said, for me, I feel the same regardless, you know. It's two sides <laughs> for me. It's my hippie chick side and it's my black woman chick side. And my hippie chick says love is love and then my black woman side says, well, then, what about that black king over there, man? But, yeah, so. And I do think a lot of, I mean, we don't use them on TV, but a lot of successful black men marry black women. Um, but we do see the image that a lot of them get to the NBA. They find girls that they couldn't get when they were hood, that they didn't qualify for. So, or they felt that they didn't qualify for it. So now they feel like, okay, I have enough money status to qualify this person to qualify for this woman. So that's what I'm going to get. So I do think we see a lot of that in the media. But overall, um, I do think successful black men marry black women. And that I, is very I, true. I, I, more power to you. Um, got the fist up right now. Um, and I, I just, I want that to be a continuation. And I think that's one of, um, just one I'll talk a little bit, the show Black Love, the reason why I love it so much is because it promotes the image of, yeah, there are black couples out here and all of it is not rooted in so you being hurt and, or in celebrity and you have to go through all this emotional pull. Yeah, some of them were not the best spouses to their wives, but a lot of them were loving and caring and we did this together and you know and I appreciate it like that is a good image not only for me um because I never really gave up on black love it's just you know me personally I'm like I'm just over it and I went through a lot of phases in my life where I wasn't like marriage material girlfriend material I was you know fun right but yeah, I, I just, I, I love that show, and I'm excited about it coming back on on May 12th, um, just to see new couples and new stories, new stories, and it kind of reunites that passion of, like, you know what, even there's though hope. my day and my life kind of sucks now, <laughs> it, 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 there's hope. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> I remember... At the end of last week's show, you owe me a story because I said you were booed up, and you were like, mm, "There's a story." It, it, What's the story? I, I need am, that. I am not booed up anymore. Um, yeah, it, it it just it didn't work. We're not compatible. Um, it basically that's what happened, and I'm one of those people. I can't break up with people. So I'm like, I need for you to break up with me, so I don't feel like a bad person. But I, he wasn't breaking up with me. It was mutual. <sighs> no, it wasn't mutual. 
Like, I just have to just put it out there, like, this is not working for me. I am a daddy's girl. So, and when I look to a man, it's not like you have to be exactly like my father or exactly like my grandfather, but a lot of their traits, I do look for in a man, and one of them is being a provider. Like, you have to be able to provide. And he, yeah, he wasn't going to be able to do that, because one of the biggest ways to, for me, I can be head over heels with you. When you ask me for money, it goes down to a negative zero. Like, we're done. <laughs> like, I don't care. No. no. Yeah. Don't be that <laughs> one, girl. Don't be her. She can't ask you for a dollar? 25 cents? Like, what if he got to go get his car washed and he needs some change? That's different, because I feel like, but he has the change, he just doesn't physically have it. Like, it's different when you like, oh, they, see, but when you ask for money out of necessity because you can't do it yourself, then it takes the joy out of me saying, hey, here go, you know, twenty twenty five dollars go get your hair cut, here's enough for a tip. I see. You know, it, it takes the joy from me out of it, and I'm like, what you put up with, I think, in the beginning of a relationship is what you kind of set yourself up for. So I don't want to, we were really new into it. I'm like, man, I can't do this. You didn't want to waste your time? <laughs> right. That's, I mean, and honestly, that's the best way. If you notice in the beginning that it ain't going to work, then get up out of there before you get too deep in and there's all that extra stuff involved. So yeah. smart move, smart move. Yeah, I try so down. So you back in the single club. Huh? Back out here in these streets. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have hope. <laughs> Yo, it was so crazy. My auntie told me this was like so long ago. She was like, Oh, you gonna get married. When I tell you I broke down and laughed, like on the floor laughing. Because at that point I was like twenty one. I'm like, I'm not gonna get married Like in stitches and now I'm like, Ooh, you got a name, or <laughs> if I show you some pictures, can you send me up? Like, no. Be like, should we, should we go to the sidekick? <laughs> right. Just let me know when is he coming? When is it gonna happen? And I can understand, like the first, you know, twenty twenty one. I was like really stepping into my womanhood, um, going from wearing jeans and t shirts to the club to like. I ain't shot got on heels, you know, like it was a transition. So but like now I'm like established and you know, working on myself and the heel from past ones I'm like so I never had that transition. <laughs> Is that weird? I've never <laughs> had that transition. And you know what's funny is I got this from Insecure where remember when Issa was like she never had a whole face? Mm-hmm. I never had a whole face either. So that's why I'm like, but I don't feel like I missed anything. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain that, but I never had a whole phase, but I never felt like I missed anything. Because I guess I'm just not that person. And, and that's a good thing to have. And I don't think necessarily it was a whole phase. Like, I didn't necessarily have a whole phase. Like, but I was like a club hopper. Like, if the club was open, I was there. I stayed until the lights cut on and they started cleaning up. Um, I did talk to a lot of dudes 
That was college. Yeah, that was college. Like, literally, like, a dude was like, my cousin said he talked to me on the phone. I'm like, no. I mean, if he did, so, like, I don't talk to him no more. <laughs> What's his name? Like, he no longer talks to me. That was probably one of those things, like, okay, give me the number. And then he called, and I'm like, mm, I shouldn't have picked up the phone. And he went into the do not answer bucket. Like, so I'm not going to necessarily say a whole face. I do think you have to have that face where you kind of do what you want to do. Like, you are selfish with yourself and your time. Well, see, I guess that's why I say I think it's, it's, it's different for everybody. Because I've always been really self-aware. I'm a loner anyway, so I spend a lot of time with myself. I know how to make time for me. You know what I mean? I don't let people make me feel bad about that. Like, somebody tried to be like, you always going to get your nails done. And I'm like, and? What's your point? I like to get my nails done. I like to sit in my little chair while the lady do my nails. And get my little feet in the little thing. I love that. I enjoy my main time. So... I mean, I guess that's why for me, it never appealed to me. I've always wanted the couple thing just because I do spend so much time alone. I guess when you're alone or you like, hmm, what's the other side like? (laughs) So, I don't know. And I agree with the saying that people are like, you have to be like comfortable with yourself and, you know, good enough or well enough to be alone. Because if you can't enjoy you, how the heck is somebody else going to come in and enjoy you? Like, you're not even aware of what you like, what you don't like, what's your favorite movie, you know, what's your favorite snack, why, you, you know, it's a movie. And I see a lot of women, like, even now, that lose themselves and just being a wife and a mother. And I never, ever wanted that. I'm like, I don't care. If I have three children, a husband, I would never just be a wife and a mother. I'm always going to leave like a tiny bit of myself just for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, I just, I don't want to lose myself and be like, okay, so who is Fallon? Why did I forget about you? And I, I think a lot of people, I want people to go through that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I hear that all the time. For me, it's annoying. Like, I hate that statement. But I get it in regards to other people. Like, for me, I'm like, shit, I'm always alone. Like I said, I want to know what the other side is like. So, um, but I get that because a lot of people do struggle with finding themselves and, like, self-journey and all of that. And for me, like I said, I never had that, I guess, credited to being only girl, middle child type thing. So you you just kind of know yourself earlier, I think, than most people. Because you do spend a lot of time, you know, with yourself, developing, knowing what you like, don't like, yada, yada, yada. So I guess once you get older, you don't really, you know, have that issue or go through that issue. And so when people say, you need to spend time getting to know yourself, enjoy being single, it's great. You just be like, I did that my whole life. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. 
you know, condescending in that he did it on that live save so that she couldn't reject him, or, I mean, what I do you thought? I definitely think he was being overbearing, I think that's the reason why they're not friends anymore. Um, like, she probably was like, I'm not really feeling you in that way. Hey, I mean, okay, we can go along as friends, it's cool, you know, I'll hang out with you, and then you get this understanding, then you're going to play, it's like, oh, I love you, then you try to kiss me, it's like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> my thoughts is, I guess, I didn't see it that way, just because, like, I'm an actions person, and, like, her actions didn't keep that same energy, you know what I mean? Like, on stage, she did look uncomfortable, but I, like I said, I thought it was because she doesn't like to be complimented, which I get, because I don't like that stuff either, and I understand, um, not wanting stuff like that to be said in public, because I've always said, if someone proposes to me, don't do that shit in public, at all, don't do it around people, I don't even want my family, for, nobody, just me and you, because I, I get awkward quick, and I don't need people to see that, so I get that, but like, like I said, I don't feel like her actions kept the same energy, because then, as soon as y'all off the stage, you guys are holding hands. You're introing them to your whole family. Y'all spend the whole night together. You leave the hotel in his shirt. Y'all, you travel with him while he's on tour. I mean, y'all got matching tattoos. Tattoos. I mean, like, eh. it's, it's weird. Like, that's more than a friendship. I'm sorry. There's more, that was more than just friendship. But maybe, and another thing, it could have fizzled out. And like, yeah. okay, you know, again, let's just go back to being friends. And then you make it hard to be friends with you because you're doing weird shit. Like, wait, wait, don't get on here and do this. And don't try to kiss me when you know, like, this is not what it is anymore. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I have, I know Drake is your boy. Mm. I love yeah. Mason Jack. Yes. He he kind of on the fence with me because I feel like he's one of those like self-proclaimed nice guys. You know those ones like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm nice. And then he turns out to be a slick creep. Absolutely. And I'm saying that I agree. No, no, no. So I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> as much as I love him, I 100% agree with you. He does ride that fence. He rides that very well. And I think that, like you said, I think that his issue is that women, uh, the type of women he deals with see him as the nice guy. Whereas for me and you, we grew up in the South as Southern women. We've met those guys. <laughs> we know games. From an early age, most of our daddies, granddaddies, all that got game coming out their ears, okay? So, we recognize it, and I think that with him, if you notice the type of women he deals with, they don't even, they don't pick up on that game that he runs. And I think, honestly, that's why he's still not in a relationship. 
he doesn't have someone who can match him on that level, who can see through the bullshit. So, and I mean, I think he's gonna sometimes it's gonna be like, look, I, I'm gonna walk, and I think a lot of dudes need that. Like, look, I'm I'm gonna walk. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I will leave you. <laughs> yeah. Um. But just with, I really want them to be friends, and I kind of want them to be together. Um. Before I meet you. Um. <laughs> um. But like I said, that self proclaim I'm a nice guy. And I, I'm not going to say Rihanna was looking for some type of thug type dude, but I think even she probably caught on to that because a lot of dudes, even when you even when you don't say you're nice and you're like, you know, I'm a good, upstanding dude, you can do some sideways stuff that you be like, mm, right. I'm starting to question your character right now. Yeah. And it could have definitely been Rihanna as well that, you know, because for a moment she was... She was out here, and I'm not saying, like, you know, she was pee-popping on the handstand. But, you know, she was a fun girl, and I definitely had that experience before. It's like, look, I'm just here for a good time. Like Drake said, I'm here for a good time, I mean, not a long time. I feel like that's my thing. When I thought about the relationship, mm-hmm. I always just, I never considered it that deep. I just felt like they was, you know, friends with benefits. Just get a pop in when they see each other. Yeah. But I think People are fans thought because they do they do have such good musical chemistry. So people thought, well, maybe that translated it into their personal life. And it just doesn't I mean it doesn't have to. And I'm glad it doesn't. I'm gonna hate absolutely. I'm glad it doesn't. I hope none of his relation works out so that he can come come to me. Come to me. And I always yeah. like I just really think he's gonna end up with like this normal like chick because industry chicks not just doing him well. Like <laughs> I, I really do honestly believe like chicks go get their legs and hips and ass and then it's like, okay, you cool. It go to their head. Yeah, and it's like I can get somebody you know what I'm saying? They might not be popping like you. They may not have more money than you, but in my book, they more, you know, they more popping than you. And, you know, there was that on there because technically Drake just leveled up like last year. Like when he got muscles and a beard, he leveled up. Before then, he was just like, yeah. He was cute before that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a little subjective <laughs> because you liked him on the grassy so. He was cute then. Yes. We did not. Thank you, because you like um, unibrow drink. Yes. That, that's how you know it's real. I've seen him through it all. Loved him through it all. Yes. So put it out there. Holla at me, boo. I'm here for you. I gotta find a new celebrity crush. Like, Bahu's gone. Ildris is done. I don't know how I'm at this point. Mm. Like, Celebrity crushes are hard because a lot of these dudes out here, eh, eh, they do something that just make you cringe. <laughs> so, mm. And I got like one real life crush that I've been crushing on since I was 12. That is so bad. Maybe 11. <laughs> Listen, that might be the one. He might be the one. <laughs> No. 
He fine though. He fine. Like I will give him that. He does it for me. He might not do it for anybody else, but like he is cream de la cream for me. Uh, what? You say you saying it like there's a bug. Like <laughs> he's problematic as fuck. Oh, he is problematic. <laughs> like fuck. Like. <sighs> I mean, yeah, yeah, he he is. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get him, and I don't like people that I don't get. And he's like stubborn as me, and I don't like that. Like I feel like cool on bridge the gap when we be. <laughs> like I can't be when the it's one that war. Like <laughs> I can't be the one that took sail and come back and be like, uh, I'm sorry, all the time. So it's just gonna be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. But he, he, yeah. I wish he was the one, but I don't know. Mm. Might be. He might sneak up on you. You never know. <laughs> sneak up on Y'all him. might find some common ground and just sneak up on you. We all agree. Yeah, I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> oh he my god. Oh, and just think about relationships. I'm mad that like one of my favorite couples is going through their thing on Blackish. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait! Oh my god! Did you watch it? It made me cry. I did. Oh, I'm god. not gonna lie. I thought I was being overly sensitive, no. but I cried when Bo and Dre was like be separate. My heart sank. I was like, "Why y'all doing this to me? Y'all was in." It hurt, and I thought they were over it from the show last week, or uh, well, the week before. And I saw someone was like, "Did y'all watch um, Blackish?" And I can't believe they happened something like they must be behind the show. <laughs> like that was I thought something like they must be behind the show because Drayton should be over this by now. And then when I watched the episode, I'm like, "What's happening?" <laughs> no, and they were trying so hard, so hard. But you know what? I feel like it's kind of confirming maybe that that the rumors are true that they not paying Tracy right and she want more money because Mm -hmm. I feel like the the only reason this divorce thing is like coming is because maybe they getting ready to cut her time on the show. But if they cut her time on the show, like she. She still makes the show. Like, there's no Dre without Rainbow. There's no show without Rainbow because they're so different. And the they're show devout. is a combination of both of their lives together where they're like, no, this is what happened. Even when Dre is on his whole pro-black rant, it's because of something kind of off Rainbow says or from one of her experiences. So how can you? Yeah, I, I, I don't see that there's going to happen. Yeah. Have to get I, money. <laughs> I hope. I hope that the rumors aren't true because I love them on the show. I love them their chemistry. I love them together. I love the show. So I just I hope that it's just like showing the rough patches of marriage and then they're gonna finally we're back together. I hope so. Please no divorce, blackish <laughs> creator people. No divorce. We're not here for it. And give the woman the money. Like, she makes as much of the show as under. And I don't understand because I'm like, Tracy Ellis lost. I feel like, even though she, her, I guess, portfolio may not be as extensive as Anthony Anderson, but I feel like what she gives 
is a hundred percent because girlfriends will come like everything. I still <laughs> want answers. <laughs> like, okay, do a movie. Do a movie and give me the answers I deserve. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, even though. You know, he's had roles like on Law & Order, MCU, I think on the regular Law & Order, and all of these like smaller roles and movies, and she's had the same. So I, I just don't know why you would feel that you should be able to pay them that big of a difference for the gender talent. gap. Yeah, it's a gender gap, and it's, of course, him being a man, but it's like she's talented, and you cannot say whatever she has participated in wasn't good and he did numbers. Like right. even if it's not as much as he did, what she did did numbers. Like right. I because if they put girlfriends on Hulu or Netflix, my lips to God ears, um, I'm gonna be in the house until get <laughs> all the <laughs> right. It's like binge watch. I'm going to get like that's why they were living single when it came on Hulu. Oh I was God. in the house for days. Watching every episode, living single, love it. I oh my gosh, me and my nephew started watching it, and of course he went home and I just kept watching. And he called, he was like, "Are you watching Living Single?" I'm like, "Uh yeah, don't watch it without me." <laughs> and by the time he came back over, he was like, "Are you done?" I said, "Yep, I'm done." Man, and I was like, "You can watch it by yourself." No, I wanted to watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just, but that was that moment because I feel like, I mean, it's a black show. I was just happy that he was excited about that. I was happy when my niece, she's a YouTube fanatic, um, watching other kids play with toys. And we started watching Hang With Mr. Cooper. And she, like, put the iPad down. And she was like, I'm watching this. And she was, like, laughing. And I was like, oh, my God. It's a good show. I'm like, I'm breaking through to <laughs> That was a really good show. Yeah. yeah. We had some good shows back then. You remember Gullah Gullah Island? I, oh my gosh. <laughs> you about to make me just. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What else was popping? Cousin Skeeter. Yes. That weird matter. ass show with the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Family Matters was my ish. I'm really trying to get back into that, but. I gotta fast forward it to when Urkel come really come through. Like it, it's kind of the first couple of episodes. I can definitely see the pilot like being played out, but it's like I need Steve Urkel. <laughs> um, so I started watching that. I want Mr. Cooper living single. What's another one? Martin always. Oh, Martin's always. stable. Always. always. Fresh Prince. Oh, the day of the episode. Yeah, so. Makes me cry every time. We just had some good TV back in the day. Like, mm, I wish people would get that creative again. No remakes, please. No more remakes. But I wish people would get that creative again and start doing shows that amaze. I mean, we have a few. Insecure, obviously. Um, The Shy. Even though I have, I've only seen episodes here and there, just because I think it comes on a what is that a station? I can't remember. But um, so I've only seen 
cat caught episodes here and there, and it's pretty good. So, but I mean, I think we're starting to get some momentum. I want to see some more comedy, though. Like, I miss yeah. good sitcoms. So, you know what? The Carmichael Show. I love that show. <laughs> like, I was so peeved when it just ended, like, in the middle of the season. I was just like, no well, more. Well, he said he didn't want to do it no more, so. And I'm like, I, I mean, technically, they could have did with Admiral, because David Allen Greer and Loretta Devine were the show. Like, Gerard was cool. Right. He was one of those people, I guess, provided a little bit of balance. But if he won in the episode, like, I could still see Loretta and David just going back and forth. Right. And, you know, her being an over, you know, religious person. And he's just like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, definitely. And even dealing with, like, the prejudice that they had as far as when they sold a package from off the man porch. Because they right. thought they were terrorists. I'm like, it was. I just feel like they should have went on without Gerard. Good show. Right. <laughs> like, cut him out and write his girlfriend in. Because she was, you know, kind of funny. And Lorel. Yeah. And he is hilarious. He I is. watched his stand-up. I didn't watch all of them. I'll go back and watch um, from beginning to end. But some of the parts, like, I was just walking through the kitchen here. I was like, this is what is a fool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's funny and everything and he is. I mean, he may get out. He <laughs> may that. <laughs> he got in the clutch, honey. <laughs> With the punchline. Oh, I don't, yeah. I mean, we forgot about this one. Though. I really did love it. Um... So, I don't know. I really need... And I think we became obsessed with seeing what I guess famous people do. And that's the reason why reality shows get so popular. It's like, oh, I want to see what Kim Kardashian is ever doing. I want to see like a reality show. And I'm like, I'm over it. Like, they're, not even, see it. <laughs> they're not even good reality shows anymore. Like, the real world was a bomb reality oh show. Gosh. Road Rules was yeah. a bomb reality show. Like, I wish they would bring Real World and Real Rules back. Like, MTV, if y'all can. Alright. Keep it going. Okay. So, what were we talking about? About, yeah, we were talking about TV. You were talking about reality shows. So... How they suck now. Well, I said they suck now. I agree. Um, the only one that I can watch is Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I can't, I tried Love and Hip Hop LA, and that's because Safari was on there. Um, and then New York, again, because Safari was on there. I find him funny. Um, he's a bit attractive to me. And then, of course, my video. <laughs> um, but that's the only thing. That really kept me with the Love and Hip Hop franchise. I just can't do it. Um, I used to watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, but it's been a, a long time. I think the last time I watched it was Rashida Mama had ran over Kurt Mike. That was the last time I watched. I'm like, yeah, I'm canceling all of this. But it, it would definitely just be nice to go back to just. 
sitcoms and watching regular TV. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. Yeah, I watched it in the very, very beginning, but other than that, um, I haven't watched Love by Hip Hop in a very, very long mm. time. Since Chrissy and Jim Jones left, so <laughs> I haven't yeah. watched it since then. <laughs> Oh, my dog is nuts. <laughs> anyway, so I haven't watched it since then. And then as far as, as far as, um, other reality TV, I watched the Jersey Shore. That's it. I like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, so, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't have anything else. I do have a question for you. I know since your birthday is coming up, and Uh you are, like, traveling, what is, like, one of your must-haves when you travel? Um, well, because I'm always going to the beach, I would say my must-haves are bathing suits. That's it. Like, I have a trillion, trillion bathing suits, and so that's my must-have. Um, and, uh, and so, but yeah, um, oh, and my hair stuff, since my hair is natural, I need, you know, a bunch of different hair things like that, so, but yeah, so, that's about it. What else we got for today? I'm trying to think. Oh, congratulations, TMR, she finally had her baby, I can't wait to see she was so adorable. She was. But I ain't gonna lie. Towards the end, I was feeling bad for her. That one picture she had where her feet were swollen. She just looked so small. I was like, Lord, let her drop that baby. <laughs> let her drop that baby. But I'm so happy for her. So. And she seems super excited, so I can't wait to see. Also, Jordan Sparks, congratulations. Her cute baby. So cute. And she is back out there, honey. I, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Because my mama will not be moving. She'd be like, I don't care what movie you've been in, what album you're dropping, you're not leaving today. Like, But did you see, like, she literally, they say she had her baby three days ago. She was out, and I couldn't tell. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, sis. <laughs> that snapback was Super real. Yep. So, oh but she was all baby anyway. So, yeah. And I'm trying to think. I know the two of them had a baby. Um, reality show. I'm trying to look at our list. NBA playoffs. They should be on right now. I'm trying to see. I don't know who won. Right now we're recording. Toronto and both Philly played tonight. So, by the time we're done recording, those should be over, so we should know if they got sweat for a game five. I'm calling sweet on both, but 
Mm, what you think? I'm not, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I really haven't been on the playoffs like I normally am. Right. I'm one of those people, like, when my team is not in it or my team loses, it's like I'm done until, like, game three <laughs> of the championship series. Like, that's when I, I come back in and, yeah, like, and if I ain't got nobody to really argue with and be like, your team trash, it, it's just kind of, like, boring to me, but. I mean, I just, you know what? I just want LeBron to win. I'm not even going to lie. Like, in my Issa Rae voice, I am rooting for LeBron. Like, people be hating on him. They do. <gasps> LeBron, I'm your fan. But he definitely owns Toronto, okay? LeBron yes. And I just, I'm trying to figure out why people be like, they going to win. I'm like, this is LeBron, like. <laughs> my daddy was one of listen I I dragged my daddy <laughs> okay he was like oh this is Toronto year they gonna get over <laughs> oh look look when they was down 2 all, I was like oh is it still Toronto's year <laughs> they still gonna do it but look after that third one he was like man I give up on Toronto cause you know they getting that sweep okay it's over <laughs> and I think the the most depressing part of them when they probably lost all they joy when they were like winning and LeBron made it three. <laughs> and it was just like no one could believe it. The dude was sitting on the sideline like, what the hell just happened? You lost. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. His you heart lost. was hurt. <laughs> right. He was hurt. He knew they had it in the back. And LeBron was like, nope, not today, bro. <laughs> you can't even get an overtime. Like, it's no, done. Man. LeBron out here destroying lives and breaking hearts. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh man. One subject that I forget was Robert, I don't know his middle name, Robert Kelly saying he is heartbroken over sexual abuse allegations, claiming that there there are just an, an, an attempt excuse me, to kill his legacy. Robert, you married a 15-year-old child. You were on tape urinating on a child. Sparkle meets a child. You have a dungeon of women that are barely over 18. Your legacy should have been gone down the toilet. Like, you, you should actually be happy that you have made it this far. You weren't even supposed to even get to, I believe I can fly. Basically. Like, <laughs> just, just, just tuck your ass and go home. Mm-hmm. Like, do what you've been doing. Be quiet. Make music. I don't know if you really need to tour or not. I don't know. I really don't care about your finances. Kind of wish you would go broke. But, you deserve what's coming to you. Like, you really do. You, you're trash. And anybody that defends him, it's trash. Like, it, it's okay to rock with black people and not want them to go down if they smoke crack. You know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, crack is, re- you know, you can redeem yourself from that, get you some help, and stop smoking crack. A pedophile, there's no redemption for you. What Angela Rice say on the Breakfast Club, all skin folk ain't skin folk, okay? 
Get him up out of here. That's our only comment on Robert Kelly. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Bye. You're canceled. Establish <laughs> you mute. Not even mute, because you can take one. Just bye. Bye. Basically. I seen the little mute R. Kelly campaign, and I'm like, it's about time, but bye. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Demi, I don't step in the night with love. And people were like, well, he made good music, and they been making music. I'm like, bro, there are so many different albums out here that you can make babies on. Like, good music. From start to finish, you ain't got to worry about, you know, flipping to Jesus Save Me on track 15, and you just got through whining like a snake on, you know, track 14. So I'm like, I mean, no. 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 Let it go. Bye. When we're talking about music. What you listen to though? Mm, I'm still listening to Black Bonnie. That is my <sighs> favorite song. Wale is so underrated. I don't understand why people don't give him the love he deserves. Because Black Bonnie, that is my song, honey. Ugh. Know how I feel about Wale. That's like my brother shared the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can um, I think I wore Black Bunny at the first day it came, where like he dropped the track. <laughs> I would like about three hours later, I probably knew like the whole song from like start to finish. <laughs> I knew the you know the little part at the end where he was like sincerely bunny. Like I knew all <laughs> of it. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm like, damn, why am I dropping music? I'm already on it. Um. So yeah, I, I definitely need that goes back into rotation. I think this week I have like Big Crit. I, I listened to him like when he first dropped, and then I kind of dropped it, and then I came back to it, pulled up on some Jehovah Witnesses, Sunday for getting in the car. Totally their fault because they was in Dollar Tree <laughs> Park, and I didn't know that they were Jehovah Witnesses until they gave me a pamphlet. So my bad. Yeah. Um. I am still bumping Division one after album. Like it's just mm-hmm. something about that whole album that just gets me going. Um, I mean, I like Division, but I just haven't been able to like completely get into them. I don't know what it is, but like I I listen to songs here and there, but I just I haven't been like put them on rotation. So I don't know. I haven't really listen to anybody and been like just like I like your whole album or I'm gonna put you in rotation. I don't know. I'm still like I'm still waiting for the buzz on Jake Hole's album to die down before I actually listen to it. Because yeah. it's too much buzz right now. So I gotta wait so that way I can give an honest feedback, honest opinion on it. Because everybody's like, they love it, I love it, it's so good, it's so good. So I'm like, see, that, let me wait. That goes back to one of the things when we first started, we were talking about, about um, Travis Gambino. It's like, I went and listened to the first track of J. Cole, and I'm like, man, I don't want to skip all over this dude's album, because the last album, you know, I went track for track on it, like, Chris, you know, put all on my favorites playlist. And, yeah, I'm awake because it, it's one of the, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the only one I done heard to, uh, from the 
like the whole record is that 1985. That joint go hard. That joint go hard. Because I was like, okay, sir. <laughs> okay, sir. I enjoyed that one. That one go hard. So, I mean, but I'm just waiting to listen to the whole thing so I can be honest and give honest feedback. Because I'm a J. Cole fan, so I would have to be honest about it. I appreciate him. And I've been on mine like reggae kick. I think it's because I miss Jamaica so much that I'm like, I just need that flavor in my life. <laughs> what's, what's your guilty pleasure song? Mm-hmm. Like, just a, a song that you just absolutely love and people will be like, what the fuck is she listening to? <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Okay, um, y'all know the song that Carlton is not unusual to be. I have that song on my playlist. No, <laughs> I don't care. And when it comes on, it's like a treat because I have so many songs on my playlist that I forget that it's on there. So when it comes on, you hear that. Oh my god, it's my shit. True definition. <laughs> So you'll never guess mine. My guilty pleasure song is from the early 90s. And it's called Iris. It's by, um, it's like a real, like, I don't know if you ever saw that movie, City of Angels. Jack Nick. Is it Jack? Is it Jack Nicholson? Not Jack Nicholson. Um, Jack. Why can't I remember his Nicholas Cage? It's not even a Jack. And I was stuck. Not even a Jack, honey. But yes. So it's by the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. I love that song. The Goo Goo Dolls are not Clark or something like that. He plays the guitar. 
And my brother gets in the car and is like, oh, since you're listening to him, nope, nope, that's it. It stops right there. I don't want to listen to I think what is it, Travis Train, Garth Brooks. No, it's the book stops here. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to listen to all the other crap. Yeah, like I'm not a huge country fan at all. Like, like I said, that's the, probably the only country song I like. In um, Carrie Underwood, that song, um, Without the cheated song, or the F one fifty, like the I. Something, something to the to the base. <laughs> <And I think, laughs> listen, I think it's like a remix of I Bust the Windows at Your Car, but she does it to like his Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That song. <laughs> listen, I could my mind be everywhere, and I'm like, I know I remember this song, but I just can't remember the words right now. Listen, I'm terrible. I am. But yeah, so. But I like your guilty pleasure. That's a really good one. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, and I'm like on the highway, and I'm like, if it's hot outside, I'm like, I'm letting the windows down. And people are like, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? Yes, you are hearing what you think awesome. you're hearing. And if I, I didn't have it. to have both of my hands on the steering wheel, I would be doing the dance. Because, yeah, it's just something about that song that I love. And it's really, if you listen to the words, <laughs> it's in the lyrics. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I would have never expected it. That's why I love it. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Trying to think. What else do we have? I mean, trying to. We covered mm, pretty much all the topics I had for the week. So. Trying to. Yeah, man. Cover that, cover that. So, anything else you give a crap about that happened? Want to talk about? Want to say? Now's your chance. Get it off your chest. Okay. So, I made a status on my Facebook, and I, I just really want to put the Mary Pick Me's out there. And when I say Mary Pick Me's, these are the women that have a $10,000 ring, their husband gets on the house. Um, bought them a new Mercedes and get get on the internet and tell women that they should be okay with a twenty five dollar engagement ring from K Swiss because the ring didn't matter yet you have everything that you wanted. Like stop trying to shame people into taking something that you didn't even accept and you women got the caliber of man that you wanted and you dated the caliber of man that you wanted. You married that same caliber of man because there are certain things that you wanted out of life. So stop trying to shame other women into saying, oh, well, you should take a $25 ring because the ring, that should matter. It should matter about your relationship. You don't have to have a trade-off in a relationship. Oh, you need to have a good man and a cheap ring or the man is going to cheat and then you can get a $10,000 ring. I don't think it's a trade-off like that. I just don't like... I don't like pink knees at all, but the married pink knees make my ass itch. Because it's like people kind of have this respect to be like, oh, she's already married. She's where I want to be. So let me take her advice. Nope. And her advice sucks. <laughs> Major. Like, sucks. The only advice I take on marriage, honestly, is from my mama. And that's only sometimes. <laughs> 
I just feel like that's one of those things that you have to discover on your own because I mean you because everybody's journey is different and everybody's different. Like things like marriage, dating and all that. Like I'll listen but I don't necessarily take other people's advice because I feel like what worked for you might not work for me or you know, more than likely won't work for me because you and I aren't the same people, so yeah. I don't know. But I feel you on that. As married one uh, as a married woman, don't tell somebody that they should take the twenty five dollar ring. When your ring is five and six carats, like no, nah, don't do that. If I I, I, sh- I deserve a five or six carat ring too. If you got one, and what? Yep. <laughs> I'm like I'm just like and people on my of course there's some dudes on my Facebook that love. I don't know if I bring out the arguments in people or if it's just because like you say one thing and I'm like yeah I'm not doing it. If people want to either be in my inbox or under my status, like, well, do you want a good ring or a honeymoon? Both. Both. Do you want a <laughs> ring or his 401k? Both. Yep. Because I'm like, I've been vacationing before I had a spouse. I've been going places that people can't pronounce before I had a spouse. I do not plan on getting married and be sitting at home. Like, right. I'm still going to travel. And if you can't add to that, then no, I'm good. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's so important for people to understand that once you get married, yes, you have to compromise, but you shouldn't have to change completely everything of who you are or what you did before. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, you're a complete whole person, and they're a complete whole person, and y'all two are coming together, so, I mean... It, it, obviously, there's going to be differences there, differences there, and and those things should correlate and complement each other. They shouldn't have to replace each other. You know what I mean? I don't know. And that's that's definitely like I can't imagine myself being a hundred percent different person because of a dude. And I think some men, not all, not all, um want you to be a different person because you're with them or I even have this one dude was like I can't tame you and I'm like I'm not a horse (laughs) you will not tame me like not and it's not that I was doing anything super duper wild it was I was living my life I'm not going to put my life on hold because you're here like you add to this either you're going to come along for the ride or I'm going to go without you one of the best quotes ever, Atticus Finch, from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Love her, but leave her wild. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love that quote. Perfectly describes me and my life. Love me, but leave me wild. Okay? Like you said, we are not horses. We do not need to be tamed. Okay? Women are human beings. Period. We are allowed to have lives, live, everything that, as a man, you can do except maybe have a penis, because I don't want a penis, but hey, (laughs) to all those ladies out there who want a penis, if you want a penis, you can have that too. But either way it goes. Anything you could do, we can do it too. Boom. Yeah, I I definitely, yeah. That's just my pet peeve, that really (laughs) pisses. Y'all. Okay, well, that's what that's what this show's about. That's what we're here for. 
hard. <laughs> to get shit off your chest. Yeah, I cursed it. <laughs> yes. And stop being picky. Like, I really want women overall to stop doing that. Like, oh, you have to cook and clean to get to a man's heart. You don't. There's a man out there right now in love with a woman. He has a rotel and chicken wings every day this week. <laughs> and wash dishes that he is in love with that woman. A man that really wants you is going to meet you halfway as long as both of you guys are giving 100%. Like, absolutely. There's somebody for everybody. Period. I believe that. Yeah, but I just want Look, because seeing some of these couples, there's somebody for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's two for me. No, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm not being greedy because I got to find the one person. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Oh, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to well, I don't know if you believe, but I do believe that there's a difference in between twin flames and soulmates. Yes. So, I don't, would you ever be okay with not being with your twin flame? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, because because if you think about it, it, it even goes to with soulmates. So, I mean, just because you know, that person you're a soulmate or you're swindling, any of that, just because y'all have that connection, that deep connection. And then, like I said, I don't know what people believe, what they don't believe. If you go into, like, the full spectrum of it or not. Um, but, I mean, it just, just, if you believe that and you believe that everybody has a twin flame or everybody has a soulmate, then you also have to believe that just because they are your twin flame or your soulmate doesn't necessarily mean that you're meant to be together. It just means that you're meant to fit into each other's life in some sort of capacity. You know what I mean? Because your soulmate could be your best friend. Your twin flame could be and ultimately be your best friend or, I don't know, your brother or your sister or whatever. I definitely think with soulmates, it extends further than what we figure out, just like Eros love. Like, it's, you know, a love from a person of, I guess, even opposite to scientific, that you have romantic feelings for um, with soulmates. Like, I think some of my friends are soulmates. It's like, you know, how did this friendship even happen? And, you know, we we click without it Mm -hmm. being forced. We can, you know, hang with each other. We kind of know each other's attitudes and all of this. Um, I do think with twin flames, being that it's only one, for me, um, from the research that I've done, I don't know if I would necessarily, I don't know. It's like, why would you have a twin flame and you meet that person and then y'all not together? It's kind of like... Well, because... (laughs) And see, again, this is this kind of shows my heavy side. But if you believe in, like, reincarnation and things like that, maybe y'all just aren't meant for each other in this lifetime. It could be another lifetime. Or you could have already had your lifetime. So, I mean, it just... <laughs> it, makes like sense. it just depends on, you know, how far what you believe in. As far as that whole thing is. I mean, that's a good point about, you know, 
you had your life or either you're coming up on the life where you guys are actually connected. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the force is so strong for two people that when they are your twin flame, it's, it's kind of scary because you're like, and this person kind of fits into all of my yep. open spaces so perfectly. It's kind of intimidating and scary mm-hmm. that it's like, why is this even happening? Because even with soulmates, I do think that there's a little part of something that's missing on each different type of relationship level. That when a twin flame, twin flame comes along, you kind of know like, wow, this person just, they do it, but it's so intense. It's like, can right. I really even handle um, everything that this person has to offer? But yeah. it's definitely a good thing to, I guess, kind of think about like, even if you're not together in this life, maybe you know, in the next life you're together. And mm-hmm. there are some things that you need to get together in this life. I definitely believe yeah. in reincarnation and you know, you kind of get another chance to do it better. You may not come back as, you know, this person, but your energy goes, you know, somewhere else. Wherever it goes. Yeah. Absolutely. That was just my question. (laughs) (laughs) My quirky moment that I've been thinking about for a while. (laughs) Well, you know I can be quirky. I'm all for it. So, yeah. I enjoyed the hippy-dippy of it all. (laughs) And it's wedding season, so congratulations to everybody that's getting married. I love weddings. I am planning my first wedding. Yay! I'm so excited. So, crossing my fingers, it turns out awesome. It's for my brother, so congratulations to him and his fiance. I'm super stoked about it. It's going to be a challenge for me. Because I have to put my own thoughts and think about somebody else. So. But, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that and stoked about that. So, I'll let you guys know how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, I guess that's it for me this week. Nothing else. Really dope. Hat. I haven't even listened to any other, like, podcast this week to steal some of their ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, what are you talking about in yours? Hmm. Let me see what I can talk about. But yeah, so. Mm. But yeah, so. Anything else? No? We good? Well, episode number two. A lot of technical difficulties. (laughs) But hey. We're going to pull it all together and add it in. Yes. But anyway, Pretty Earth, Pretty Nerds, episode number two. And yeah, send the books. Yay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>